Hello, hi, and welcome to this episode of the Mandy Mayer Podcast. As per usual, this is the podcast where we chat all about getting healthier, creating healthier habits, working on those goals, smashing those goals, and losing a little bit of fat in the process. But again, we also focus on everything that is progress and not just that number on the scale. We focus on the change in your body composition. We focus on the amount of energy you have, the skin that is clearing up, the heartburn that is disappearing, and absolutely everything else that is progress. In this episode, I'm going to finish answering some questions questions that you have asked on my stories on Instagram and Facebook. And once again, I just want to take the time to thank you for engaging with this podcast, for listening to the podcast, listening to what I have to say, asking the questions and actually wanting to learn. That for me is such a massive thing. There's so many people out there that will watch things, but just be like, yeah, fuck it is what it is. Whereas you engaging with all this long form content shows me that you are serious about what you are doing. And I absolutely love that. I know so many people say that knowledge is power, but I do believe, or I heard this somewhere, that knowledge isn't power. Execution of that knowledge is power. And by you just asking the questions, by you learning more, by you implementing what I'm saying is massive fucking progress on its own. So well done. Again, if at any point you feel like sharing this podcast with anyone that you feel it will help, anyone you feel that needs to hear what I have to say, please feel free to do so. If you share it on your stories on Instagram, tag me in it so that I can reshare it or that I can thank you for listening to the podcast. Let's dive into it. Question number one, I struggle to lose weight. I am not into diets. How can I get started if I'm not very active? All right, so the first thing I want you to understand here is that you don't have to be on any specific labeled diet for fat loss to take place. Like you literally do not have to do intermittent fasting. You don't have to do keto. You don't have to do the 28 diet. The thing is, that's a label to a sort of fundamental let me explain that better. The fundamental is being in a calorie deficit. And the method of creating that deficit is the thing that's labeled as the diet. So immediately when we hear the word diet, we hear full restriction or we hear restrictions. And that's possibly why you're saying you are not into diets. But we need to be realistic about it. If you want to lose fat, you are going to need to consume less calories. And when people hear the word less, that's potentially where you freak out because you're like, oh, but that's restrictive. Like that is what a diet is. That's consuming less food. That's not necessarily the case. That is the beauty of having a look or having knowledge of your calories. Because if you consume less calories, it doesn't mean that you are consuming less food. You are just consuming volume food, foods that are higher in nutrients. So again, remember, I hear that you're saying you're not into diets and I totally get that and and I totally understand that. End of the day, you are going to need to consume less calories. But also, you need to remember this. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. And the moment you make that mindset shift where you're like, you know what? This is not a 21-day quick fix. This is not a six-week quick fix. This is the rest of my life. This is you creating a healthier lifestyle that mind shift needs to take place, right? So again, you're not doing it purely for fat loss. You're doing it to 
create a healthier lifestyle, to work on improving your health. So it's not a diet. It's you improving your health by creating healthier food choices, by creating healthier habits throughout the day. And I know you mentioned that you're not very active. There's a big misconception about this. People believe that they need to be in the gym seven times per week. You need to be running 35,000 million kilometers per year for fat loss to take place. It's not the case. Look at increasing your steps. Look at increasing your daily movement. Okay, so we have to get some movement in. We have to look at increasing those steps, but more from a health perspective and not say, oh my goodness, I have to go and do this because I want to lose fat. No, you've got to change the narrative in your mind. You'll be like, you know what? I want to go and do this. I get to go on this little walk that I haven't done in the past because it is adding to the healthy habits and it's adding to my health. It's adding to the longevity of my life. So if you're not into diets and you're not into calorie tracking and you don't want to be overly restrictive or whatever, right, you're going to have to make a decision to start and you're going to have to look at increasing the nutrient density of your food. So having more whole foods, have a look at reducing your processed foods. What you can start doing is start writing down everything that you do eat and drink so that you have a good understanding of what you are consuming. Then if after a week, week or two, you haven't seen any progress on this scale, you have a look at what you've eaten, you look at that list and you'll be like, mm, what can I tweak? Where can I add some more veggies? Where can I add some more whole foods? Where can I potentially reduce the fun foods that I am consuming? Again, it, it doesn't have to be labeled as a diet. It can be labeled as, fuck me, I'm creating a healthier lifestyle and I'm super, super proud of myself for doing that. Question number two, does age impact your fat loss journey? I got this question from two people. They both specified their age. One of you were 43, the other one was 45. Now, I hope you're sitting down for this. Your age does not impact your fat loss directly. What your age impacts is your behaviors. And it is your behaviors and your actions that impact your consistency. And those together impact your fat loss progress. Think about it for a moment. As we age, especially as women, we tend to have a little bit of an imbalance in the hormones. We tend to not sleep so well, uh, wake up feeling a bit more tired, a little bit more moody, a little bit more emotional. Realistically, think about that. How does that affect your day? A lot of the times it's a struggle to get that movement in. A lot of the times when we're a little bit more emotional, we tend to turn to food. What are those things? That's the behaviors. That is our behaviors that we are struggling with because of the impact of lack of sleep, of feeling tired, of being fatigued. All of that plays a massive role within the behaviors that take place on a daily basis. And it's those behaviors and the lack of consistency that affect fat loss at the end of the day. Question number three, how do you practice patience with yourself when going on this fat loss journey? Now, I know this is going to sound quite harsh or it's me calling a spade a spade. Like you have two options here, give up because it's going to take long or continue pushing because time is going to pass anyway. If you give up because you feel like it's taking too long, I know, I can tell you exactly what's going to happen. A year down the line, you're going to be like, oh, I want to start this again. I want to make the changes. And then you're going to look back and you'll be like, fuck it, I wasted a year, right? So time is going to pass anyway. 
away, you have to be patient with yourself. Put that scale away because most of the time you become impatient because that number on the scale isn't ticking as fast as what you expect it to. Lower those expectations when it comes to the scale. This is not a sprint. This is not a race. This is you creating lifelong habits, right? Shift that mindset from I have to lose as much fat as possible in as short a period as possible. Shift that mindset to you are creating a healthy lifestyle. Put that scale to one side if that is the thing making you lose patience. And at the end of every single day, write down three things that you have done that will add to the health of your life, to add to the longevity of your life. Write down three things that you feel are non-scale victories. Be present in your journey. Be present about all the progress that is taking place. And don't wish for it to be done as soon as possible because fuck it, it is never going to be done. This is lifestyle changes that you are making. Many people want it to be done in six weeks. Many people want it to be done in six months. That's fucking great. But how are you going to maintain that loss, right? So to maintain that loss, you have to do exactly the same as what you did to lose that weight. You can't go back to old habits. So the more you try and rush it, the more the shit is going to hit the fan. And that's just me being very honest, right? So again, there's no reason to rush it because what are you going to do once you've lost the weight? You're not going to go back to your old habits. You're going to have to proceed with the new habits that you have created. So I just, I literally don't see what the rush is. You're going to have to be patient with yourself. You're going to have to, in those moments where you feel like there is no progress, you're going to have to remind yourself why you are doing this and not why because I want the scale to shift. Fuck that. Why are you doing this? Do you want to walk around your partner naked? Do you want to have more energy to play with your kids? Do you want to be able to walk up a flight of stairs to that meeting without sweating and huffing and puffing by the time you get to the meeting? Those are your whys. Those are examples of whys. I don't want to hear anything about the scale on your why, right? Because when you base your why on the scale, it feels like a lot of the times the journey can be slow. That's where you get impatient. That's where you give up. Question number four, where do you start to run longer distances? Do you need a running plan? Like realistically, you don't need a running plan, but if you need someone to tell you what to do and you're not 100% sure on how to set up your own running plan, then maybe it is advisable that you do get someone to, I don't want to say write you a running plan because that can be quite generic and they, they wouldn't know where you're at with your running. Maybe a coach to work with, a running coach. Again, if you feel like you're ready to run longer distances, test and check what you can do. Like when I ran my first half marathon, I set up my own running plan. When I ran my first marathon, I set up my own running plan. Keep in mind, I'm, I'm no professional runner. All I did was I used Google and I Googled a couple of running plans and I had a look at the average distances over time, over the weeks, and I formulated my own running plan and I stuck to it when it came to running my first half and my first marathon. So it is possible that you set up your own running plan. I mean, Google has so many different things. You just type in their training plan, marathon training plan, a half marathon training plan, and you'll get a good idea of a training plan. I would say though, 
your distance, and this is again just reading into the little bit of context that I do have, it really depends on what your current furthest distance is. If you're currently running a, a distance of five kilometers max, then I wouldn't say go from five kilometers to a full marathon. I would say gradually increase your distance over time until you get to the point where you're comfortable of maybe running a 21 if that's your furthest or running a marathon if that's your furthest or an ultra if that's your furthest. But don't don't, what I will say is don't rush into it. Don't go from a five kilometer to a 42 kilometer, maybe even not a five kilometer to a 21 kilometer because it can be quite strenuous on your joints, things like shin splints, things like knee pain. Those things can happen if you increase your distance at a very fast rate, right? And what I mean by that is literally if you're going from five kilometers to training for a marathon, injuries and niggles can take place. So that is something that you do want to take into to consideration. So again, it's the same with anything we do, a gradual increase in your distance. If you feel you want to tackle a longer distance, gradually increase from what you are doing. If you feel like Google is too overwhelming, get yourself a running coach. Get yourself a sort of online plan if you want, um, something that's going to give you structure, something that is going to help you feel in control and proceed forward with that. Question number five. What is the biggest thing that keeps you disciplined and motivated? So like I always say, motivation is just a feeling. The thing I want to say that keeps me motivated is my discipline, right? I'm a very disciplined person. If it's on the list to do, I do it. If it's on the plan, I do it. And this isn't something that I always did. This wasn't always a strong point. This is something that I've learned over the years. Action drives motivation. And to action things, you have to be disciplined. Honestly, I know people people really think I'm the most motivated person out there, but there's days where I literally don't want to make content. There's days where I get so frustrated with making content. There's days where I don't want to go for a run. There's days where I don't necessarily want to go to the gym. There's days where I want to lie in my bed all day and watch Netflix. But like I said, I'm exceptionally disciplined because I know why I am doing what I am doing. When it comes to my health and fitness, I know that if I go to the gym or if I go for a run, it does wonders for my mental health. It boosts my mood, right? My physical health, obviously, as well, there's benefits that come with it. But I know once I've got that exercise session in, it spirals over to the rest of my life, the rest of the things that I am doing. I feel then more motivated to do my work. I've got more energy to execute my other tasks. And that stems from smashing out those exercise sessions and eating my whole foods. And like I said, that just boosts my energy and that carries over into all areas of my life. So I know even on the days that are tough, instead of lying on the couch and watching Netflix and eating loads of chocolate, I remind myself of how that's going to make me feel. And then I push myself to get to the gym or to go for that run and to eat nutrient dense foods. And in that moment, it's probably, it's a very difficult thing to do, but I know that it's super beneficial to what I am doing. When it comes to work, I'm super disciplined and it's because I, I went out there with one goal and I'm like to try and help as many people as possible. Obviously it's got a lot bigger than that. And for me now, you know, under that umbrella of helping as many people as possible, my biggest goal with the business or not biggest goal, but the thing that drives me is 
I want to give back to my parents. I want to help them in the way that they helped me when I was growing up, the way they paid for my school fees, the way they paid for my tertiary education. And they didn't have a lot. They had basically nothing. And they always made a plan to get their kids the things that we needed. And that for me right now is a big goal. And it's a big driving factor towards what I am doing is to help those around me, provide for those around me, be that person that people can turn to if they want to chat to or if they need help in some sort of area. That is what drives me. That is what motivates me. And I always say you need to have a strong why. You have to have a strong why. I could sit here and say, I've created my business because I want to make as much money as possible, right? That's the same as saying you want to lose as much fat as possible and see that progress on the scale, see the scale drop as much as possible. But it's not a deep why. It's not a deep why at all. Whereas if I say I want to give back to my parents, I want to help them. That is such a personal thing. That is what gets me up in the morning. I'm like, you know what? I want to graft hard to help the people that help me. And I don't think I can get a better why than that when it comes to my business. And like I said, I know that creating or the continued creation of my healthy habits, so food and exercise, that has to be done. That has to be maintained in order for me to remain focused at work. So as you can see, they just all interconnect with one another. And that, you know, when people start their fat loss expedition, they're like, oh, it's all about that number on the scale. And, you know, that that's the only thing that matters. And I'm like, no, you're going to see your entire life is going to change. Like everything links to anything, right? And you become more productive at work because you have more energy. Your drive to get to work is even more because you have more energy. You go and do that exercise, all of a sudden you feel on top of the world. You replace a lot of your processed foods with whole foods, boom, you've got the most amount of energy ever. Where does that carry over into? That carries over into your productivity, that carries over into your personal life, that carries over into your relationships. And it's just, I want to say, a vicious cycle, but it's the the most positive fucking vicious cycle ever and that's what drives me that's what keeps me disciplined and that's what keeps me showing up every single day and that is pretty much all I have time for right now if there's any questions I've missed I am going to go through all of the questions again I will pop them into another episode as soon as possible but again like I said I'll go through everything if I've missed any questions I will still get to them on that note I'm going to love and leave you like I usually do keep smiling keep laughing and keep being kind to one another. Much love, your friend who realized as she was chatting on this episode that she actually just wants to help anybody and everybody. Mandy. <laughs>